Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is July 14th, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good, doing great on this Friday. Dare I say Friday. Uh, hopefully you're having a good one, you know, whenever you're listening to this, wherever you're listening to this. Uh, let's see here. I kind of want to keep it Bulmer brief because there's a lot to cover today. So, you know, there's really no food, uh, n- no moods. Let's uh, let's just, uh, you know, hit the old thing and then we'll get into some coverage. Okay, let's start off with an update from CNN. Hugh Edwards, Hugh Edwards' wife, sorry, let me run it back. Hugh Edwards' wife names him as BBC presenter facing allegations. So this was an update. I don't want to say it like came out of left field. You know, we did just talk about this recently, but like... out of the few people I saw come up and like say, oh, it wasn't me, I'm pretty fucking sure I saw this guy's face. And I was like, okay, well, cool. Glad it wasn't you, buddy. That's good. Uh, hopefully you're beating the allegations or whatever. And it's like, psych. Uh, his wife, like, um, you know, is announcing the allegations. So I was like, wow, what a sucker punch. Uh, but, you know, there obviously is some, some more to it. There's some details I wanted to kind of just cover real quick. Hopefully real quick. Fingers crossed. Uh, But one of the United Kingdom's leading news anchors, Hugh Edwards, was named by his wife on Wednesday as the BBC presenter who was suspended following allegations over payments for sexually explicit images. The longtime BBC anchor, one of the network's highest earning stars, has led coverage of some of the biggest stories in the UK's recent years including the death of the Queen, Elizabeth II, last September, royal weddings, elections, and the 2012 Summer Olympics. So, you know, obviously he's a big-time, you know, news anchor dude. Now, The Sun had initially, you know, reported this, and they didn't name names, but naturally there was a big fallout. People were accusing, you know, any big name. His, you know, name was coming up. And I think that's probably a big reason why the wife wanted to come out and, and then at least say something. Um, and essentially, she doesn't apologize for him or anything, but she just kind of said, oh, let's read the quote. Hugh is suffering from serious mental health issues, as is well documented. He has been treated for severe depression in recent years. The events of the last few days have greatly worsened matters. He has suffered another serious episode and is now receiving inpatient hospital care where he'll stay for the foreseeable future. Um, And that was his wife, Vicky Flind. I imagine that's very hard, very painful, very awkward to have to do that 
for your husband, uh, given the situation, but, you know, she really doesn't address the allegations, she just says, like, yep, this, he's the guy who's taking the time off, and, you know, obviously that at least, it's a noble, I guess, thing to do in terms of, like, for the other anchors who aren't, you know, involved in this, uh, but yeah, it definitely is like, wow, like, that that's a big deal, um, but there's more details to it, too, that kind of come to light, apparently, from the, um, the, the girl side of the story, from, like, like, the legal team came out and said, like, look, like, this story has been misreported to shit, more or less, uh, but a lawyer for the young person later rebuffed the claims, saying the statement in their, the statement their mother gave to the tabloid was totally wrong, and there was no truth to it. Uh, and that's according to the BBC. So naturally, the BBC is doing its own inv- uh, investigations, which I, you know, covered in the la- in previous episode. Um, but you know, more or less, the son's kind of coming out and saying, "Hey, look, we didn't say the names for a reason. That was on purpose. We also did not criminally implicate uh, Hugh Edwards. You know, we didn't do that at all. And that's important to say because uh, the." He, the London Metropolitan Police more or less said there's no indication that a criminal offense has been committed in the case of the BBC presenter, which is like, whoa, like, because once again, referencing previous episode, uh, potentially he would be on the hook here asking, paying, you know, for money for illicit pictures from a minor who is under the age of 18 is illegal. So, you know, potentially he was going to be in hot water for this, but there's been no you know, actual concrete allegation here. So I imagine maybe at some point Hugh Edwards is going to come out and address this along with like, you know, a formal resignation or something. I don't know. That's speculative. But, you know, bombshell update. Figured, you know, talk about it a little bit. Uh, hold on one second. Doing some things live on the fly while I'm recording. That's bad podcasting. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Um, the next up is from Politico. The House just passed a defense bill with controversial abortion LGBTQ measures. It doesn't stand a chance in the Senate. So normally these kind of stories, especially involving Congress, I I consider flyby stories. I don't like covering them unless... Um, I know the outcome is pretty much concrete without like a shadow of a doubt. I know that. And, um, or there's something like big to talk about about it. So this is more of the latter. I, it is, uh, it, it, it's, it's something that this is a very rudimentary thing. It is a defense bill. Essentially, it's something that is usually a bipartisan thing. We are, you know, making sure our troops have the things that they need and the budget and all that kind of shit, I guess, is covered for them, I think. Um, and, you know, it's supposed to be pretty rudimentary. But as time goes on, it just becomes more and more divisive and becomes a culture war battleground. And um, it really got amped up a notch uh, as of lately. So I, I just wanted to talk about it. House Republicans united to na- narrowly pass major defense policy legislation on Friday that restricts the Pentagon policies on abortion access, medical care, for transgender troops and diversity in a narrow vote. So I think it, it weirdly, like, four 
Democrats dissented for the bill uh, with the revisions, and then four Republicans were like, no, I don't like this. This is fucked up. This is weird. Um, but it led to a 219 to a 210 vote on Friday. Um, and let's see, which approved a budget of $886 billion for the fiscal 2024. Um, let's see here. But like I said, it has no shot in the Senate and it's going to get bounced back and chewed around a bit until it's like, look, it's cool. You guys made your fucking points and that's awesome, but you have to scale this shit down. Like it has to be uh, palatable to the Democrats in the Senate before this, this won't work. So we need to get something together. Um, but once again, it, it just gives everyone points. It allows people to chirp and say they did something. Um, but I, I think this shit's fucking foul. If I can find the shit I highlighted, I might have missed it. Um, but here it is, here it is, here it is. I think so. Um, the Republicans didn't stop there. They muscled through proposals to end coverage of transition surgeries and hormone treatments for transgender troops, gut diversity and inclusion programs, and limit the specific flags that can be flown at military installations, a move that would effectively ban the flying of the pride flag. Essentially, they just wanted to just stick up their middle finger and just muck up the works as much as they could. And in a way, they were successful, but once again, they're just wasting time. Um, it's, I guess, all you can really do when you're in this position as the House. Like, yes, you have the majority here, but you don't have the president and you don't have the Senate. So, okay, like, I guess you'll just use your committees and time and, and just jerk off with taxpayer money like this. Awesome. But I, I just find this shit to be very frustrating. There's some other shit that gets covered in this article, too, that's, you know, relevant, but I don't, uh, you know, it's not relevant to me in this podcast right now. So, you know, that's why we re that's why we reference it, by all means. You want to do some reading yourself, catch up, by all means. But I, I want to get, honestly, this is a setup, because um, I want to talk about Tommy motherfucking Tuberville. I fucking dislike this guy. Like, this is my, my scummy politician of the month or some shit. I don't know. He's been on a tear. He's been talking up a storm. Uh, a, a racial storm, maybe, if you will. Um, but we can go ahead and get into it. Let's talk about it. Uh, the Guardian. That's where we got this from. Republican senator finally ends crusade to defend white nationalists, which is a crazy sentence to be saying. But this man literally has been defending um, white nationalism. He's just like trying to say like, look, man, it's just a buzzword. Like it's not even the way the Democrats are saying it. It's not real. And you're trying to stop our troops from serving because they're white nationalists. It's like, yeah, yeah, dog. <laughs> we don't want Nazis in the military. And then he's like, oh, there you go. Like, you know, you're calling them Nazis. You're saying they're white nationalists. It's like, yeah, yeah. People do make that comparison because it's, it's more or less the same fucking thing. <laughs> it's like, dog, like it's, it's weird. The gymnastics this man is willing to go through to make a fucking bad point. Um, let's see here. I kind of don't want to reference too much of this article, but Actually, I guess I gotta. Um, asked in an interview uh, if white nationalists should be allowed in the military, Tuberville, an avid supporter of Trump, said, 
Well, they call them all, they call them that. I call them Americans. Uh, before going into a rambling aside about January 6th insurrection. Uh, right after that, we, our military, and Secretary Austin put out an order to stand down and all military across the country saying, we're going to run out the white nationalists, people that don't believe how we believe. And that's not how we do it in this country. And it's like, bruh, if that's not how we do it in this country, then that's just a glaring fucking issue. <laughs> And it's crazy, like, how many times this man has been taken to task. And, like, finally, it kind of seems like post a CNN interview uh, with the same person who uh, did the town hall with Trump. Uh, I don't have her name at the ready. But, you know, essentially, she takes him to task about it. And he's like, look, at the end of the day, I am saying that racism is bad. I'm, like, against racism 110%. And if you're saying that white nationalism is racism, then I'm willing to say it's bad. I, like, but he was you had to talk in circles with this man to do it. Uh, I should just read the quote here. Um, let's see. And it was Kate, Caitlin Collins, uh, the CNN host. By opinion of a white nationalist, if someone wants to call them a white nationalist, to me, it's an American. Tuberville reiterated. Now, if that white nationalist is racist, I'm totally against anything they want to do because I'm 110% against racism. But like, if a white nationalism just like, I just think white people are so cool. Like, I just think they're so cool, but they're not racist. I like them. I'm par I'm just making that up here. But like that last part. But like, he truly is trying to like split this up, and it's like, no, my friend, no, good sir. A white nationalist is a white nationalist. It's just what it is. You know, like, <laughs> they're just bad. And they shouldn't be in the military. Um, and it's just crazy the hoops he wants to go through. Also, this man, to connect the dots here, in the Senate, he's been trying to filibuster this whole policy against abortion policies because that's another big point for him. He's like, dude, I'm pro-white nationalist and I'm fucking anti-abortion and you goddamn get it right. Also, I found out, fun fact, that he used to be a coach and I think he kind of rode the, the, the college football coach wave into becoming a senator. So, I mean, kudos for doing that, man. Um, now he's just frothing at the mouth and uh, filibustering left and right all day, all night. And also, I got to say before I move on here, a growing moment I've, I've realized, um, you know, over the past like year and a half, uh, the initial conversation came up about filibustering. And a lot of people, a lot of people who are like really progressive, they had been coming and saying, look, we don't like filibuster is a bad thing now. Like, yes, it had good intentions for trying to like stall things, bad laws and things of that nature. But clearly it's just being used in such a terrible manner by conservatives. We, we should just get rid of it. And I literally thought, like, yo, I don't like that. I don't like that idea. But. I don't know. I definitely feel like now I just see more and more times where yet again, Democrats just don't do enough. And I think those kind of gestures mean everything. Um, and honestly, at the end of the day, I do know that conservatives are going to do what they can with the rules, no matter what. So it really doesn't matter. Um, I know I'm kind of just kind of ranting here a bit, but I, I don't know. I feel like I have changed stances on that when it comes to like, Am I pro-filibuster or anti-filibuster? And I feel like I'm just anti now. Like, it's just like, look, dude, it doesn't do any good. It just stalls out things that just, it just feels like bad practice in, in Congress. So, um, yeah, 
<laughs> anyway, let's move on to the next thing. Uh, from USA Today, three dead, uh, 14 seriously injured after Greyhound bus crash in Illinois. Victims identified. Um, let's see here. Okay, well, don't crash on me, computer, please. <laughs> um, at least three people are dead and 14 others seriously injured after a Greyhound bus struck commercial vehicles parked on an exit ramp on Interstate 70 in Illinois, authority said. Uh, let's see here. I believe the Greyhound was going from... Uh, Indianapolis to St. Louis. So all this kind of hits home with me a little bit, not to get too anecdotal, but, um, you know, I've, I've ridden, ridden the Greyhound before, um, just, like, in-state, uh, when you have to go, like, cross state lines or even, like, a certain amount, like, too far. Like, you have to start doing layovers, and that shit sucks. It's really frustrating the the whole experience is it's it's not fun but it is a cheap affordable way to get to point a to point b and um you know it's a shame and it's really sad obviously people were just in transit you know no control of their own um you know next thing you know a bus i believe goes into other traffic and luckily the other vehicles like no one was um seriously injured i believe but the three victims were Juan Vas Vasquez Rodriguez, sorry, uh, 34 years old, Buford Paya, 71, and Bradley Donovan, uh, 47. Um, so, you know, obviously, you know, my condolences, to, you know, all the, you know, all the people involved, you know, you know, obviously there's a lot of people injured too. Um, but yeah, I mean, super sad. Uh, let's see here, but out of this article is not too much else, so I wanted to go ahead and move along. Let's see here, classic ending. We got one more thing to cover. last article is also from CNN. Let's see here. Ohio plastic surgeon who live stream patient operations on TikTok has state medical license revoked permanently. Um, this one's a, it's a bummer. It's a bummer situation. Uh, it's one of those things where I think when I initially read the first quarter of it, uh, my biases maybe kicked in, or my biases, however you pronounce it, whatever. Um, and I was like, I, I found myself like wanting to be like, oh man, like she's gonna lose her whole job. That's crazy. But I think that's maybe like one of those things where it's a local story, and I think about man, local TikToker kind of blows up. I, I'm I, I'm initially kind of drawn to maybe like, oh okay, I'm rooting for that person. Um, but definitely when I, I I dwelled on it and then also just read further. I was like, oh man, like, let's not fucking forget this is a doctor and these are patients. Like, these are motherfucking people who are putting their lives in the hands of this doctor who is saying, oh, I'm going to live stream, you know, parts of this or the whole thing or whatever and answer questions to people, like, just while you're splayed out, you know, no worries. And it's like, uh, 
this isn't okay. This isn't okay. And the fact that they're, uh, I'm getting, I'm getting in here. Let me, let's, let's start from the top. An Ohio plastic surgeon who live streamed some patient operations on TikTok and had three patients report complications after surgery had her state medical license revoked permanently Wednesday, according to the state's medical board. Dr. Catherine, Catherine, yeah, Catherine, 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 <laughs> Catherine, Dr. Catherine Roxanne Graw, also known as uh, Dr. Roxy on social media, will no longer be able to practice medicine in the state of Ohio. Uh, Jerica Stewart, spokesperson of the State Medical Board of Ohio, told CNN. Um, in addition to revoking Gra's license, the board voted to fine her $4,500. Um, so, and, and, and here's some of the details that I think are really relevant and, and really just completely turned me around. Uh, the board had some, uh, summarily suspended Gra's medical license in November after twice reprimanding her. The board said in its notification to her that it had determined her continued practice presents a danger of immediate and serious harm to the public. Graw, who had a plastic surgery practice in the Columbus suburb of Powell, addressed the panel before board members voted at the hearing Wednesday. Uh, she said she thought that thought about the board's criticism over the past year and how she had fallen below the board's ideal in multiple ways. Um, let's see. She said she made social media videos because she loved teaching and wanted to explain cosmetic surgery to people outside of the medical field, according to the Times. Uh, but as I stand here today, I see how many of those videos appeared silly and unprofessional. I think this is cooked. I don't think she means any of this. I think it was for clout. Uh, another thing that's kind of made me think about it as I was dwelling on it, I'm like, what's another reason I kind of feel like this is okay? And I'm like, I kind of think it's because of Dr. Miami. And I'm not blaming Dr. Miami here. At the end of the day, Dr. Miami, you know, he did his plastic surgery thing, I believe on TLC, and... You know, he was a doctor. I think he still is a doctor. And I, he does social media stuff, too. But at the end of the day, the social media stuff he's doing is completely different. It's a, it's a lot lighter. It's outside of the room, if I'm not mistaken, from what I've seen. And the stuff that he did on TLC is completely different. It's, it's completely fucking different. Uh, he wasn't live streaming a fucking surgery. That's for sure. Um, I'm sure there's completely different levels of consent that was agreed to. And just... It's just way different dimensions. But I can see how my brain kind of does the loop and think, well, this is probably fine on the level, right? If I was, if I saw this on TikTok, obviously y'all know I don't get on TikTok very often. Um, but I could see in my head how I'm like, oh yeah, this is probably on the level. This is probably all cool. And it's like, nah, she's kind of decided that she was just going to do this. And even if she did get consent, you're still live streaming some shit and then potentially fucking it up. That's a problem. That's a big fucking problem. Um, it's, it's just completely different world at the end of the day. So I think she kind of comes up with this idea to kind of say, Hey, I'm just doing edutainment. And it's like, yeah, but you're doing it over a live body. Um, who's once again, putting their life in your hands. So it, it's big deal. So yeah, when I came in kind of saying, Hey, I'm rooting for the local star and I'm like, Oh, I don't know. I don't think we can root for you bestie. <laughs> 
at least not in medicine. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dr. Roxy. It's, it's, we're not going to give you the Isaiah news bump. I just can't do it. I'm sorry. I got to withhold it. Um, trying to think, is there anything else I wanted to kind of cover here? Uh, no, the rest is details. Uh, details, details, details. Uh, you know, say that for the devil. All right, that's all we got for today. Uh, I will say, too, I'm itching. I'm itching to cover a couple of stories. And I'm not sure if I'm going to get a chance to cover them. But I may do it in, like, a short or something like that. Because I, I want to talk. I'm just going to riff a little bit because I have some free time, too. I really want to just to talk. Give, just give my two cents on, like, the Jonah Hill thing and, like, the Britney Spears thing. You know, I really wanted to talk about that, but, like, I kind of want to still do it in, like, an official way. I don't want to just, like, blah, blah, blah. So, I don't know. I may or may not cover that. You know what I mean? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. If I I don't, then, you know, mea culpa, hit me up in the DMs, get my opinion. But, you know, if you see a short on the YouTube or something, you know, that's what it is. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. Um, Time to chill. Patreon.com, so this is AN News, if you'd like to support the podcast, financially, that is. Uh, you also become a newsie, which is pretty cool. I shout you out at the top of every month. Say your name. Also, plug any project you're doing. Also, hit me up on the Gmail, news one at gmail.com. Also, I'm on all the socials, either me or the podcast. Feel free to you know follow that, friend that, what have you. Uh, mention the YouTube. Please subscribe to that. Trying to get those numbers up. I got rookie numbers. Trying to bump them up. Uh, hit the thumbs up. Hit up all the stars. I, I'm going to just say, give me five stars. I'm going to be vain. I'm going to just say that sometimes. I'm going to just say, like, give me give me the love. That's what I want. I want good vibes, okay? <laughs> I know I talk about fucked up shit sometimes. But at the end of the day, I want head pads. You know, I'll just say it. I'll, I'll be real. <laughs> Let me be a stack right now with you, okay? Um, but yeah, that's it. That's all I got. I thank you so much for tuning in. At the end of the day, you listening and just... I don't know, being a part of it is the support I really love. That really keeps me going. That gets me back on, you know, again and again and again and again. Faux free, baby. I love it. I love this shit. Um, But yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being a friend. And hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.